0: She's a hoe,
1: we some hoes Wouldn't you like to be a ho, too? Okay, okay, hey guys! Uh, welcome to another episode of How the Know. I'm Selena the Stripper. This is, uh... <laughs> what did you
2: want to go by? Uh, mm-hmm. Honey clover? Yeah. That's honey clover. Clover honey? Clover honey. Because yeah. of, like, how honey is... So um, there's different speedy. kinds of honey yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> from different flowers.
2: Uh, maybe I'm Courageous Clover today, courageous. since I'm doing the historical host, but Yes, anyway. <laughs> yes,
1: uh, taking on new roles, uh, Max Keeble, big moves. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, I worked that's Clover. hard. Yeah. Clover works really hard, you guys, so uh, be ready. <laughs> we are joined today with...
0: Goddess, hello. Corey. hello. <laughs> oh wow, the gates are opening. Yeah, us <laughs> forward.
1: <laughs> exactly, and uh, we obey. So uh, let us uh, walk forward. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Um, we're so excited to talk about more things, more things always, never less things. We could never do with less. Some Just people exponentially say exponentially more. Some people say less is more, but we disagree.
2: More is more. More, more is more. Is more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, we could not have enough of Goddess Corey. So uh, welcome back. Thank you. Knickknack whack Give <laughs> hey. a dog a spank. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> I I hope it's a pup. It's a pup. It's a pup. It's a pup. Okay. It's a
0: human dog. It's a
1: human dog. Yeah, yeah for sure. For
0: sure. Well, then <laughs> obviously
1: you got to spank that dog. Yeah. <laughs> you all are so clever. <laughs> <laughs> like clover. Oh, yeah. Just like me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the golden standard of clever. Oh. <laughs> clover. Yeah, I might say so. <laughs> um, um, how's
2: uh, how's everybody's day been today? I got a job. Hey, Hey. Congratulations. And I am swamped with work. I have so much work I've got to do for this fucking magazine. And then also...
1: um, Yeah, Clover's
2: been doing photo shoot stuff and working on editorial stuff for this mag. Which is overwhelming. Imagine me balancing a magazine and then I'm trying to do fashion school now. Uh And working... And working, so I'm yeah. like, what do I pick? Um, <laughs> I think everything yeah. <laughs> until you have to choose. drop one
1: of them. Until you yeah. have to drop one of them. It's kind of like whenever you take like an 18 credit semester, mm. you're like, let's see how far this goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then if you're like me, you end up. Well, never mind. I'm not a good <laughs> example. I'm a, I'm like an obnoxious overachiever. So oh, that's my worst. Brilliant. My worst semester was all A minuses.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. Okay. I know
2: it's it's <laughs> obnoxious, it's, and I can't help no. myself. That's really it's, like it is amazing. It is, and you didn't like, even have any like giant public breakdowns at art school either. Really? I no. Well,
1: I mean, I just I, sh- <laughs> I, sh- I shaved my head, and that was like a moment in my life. I mean, it was. I think we all shave our heads. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean, especially like as like black. People like I feel like Black femmes, especially, are gonna shave your head at some point. Yeah,
0: (laughs) I think it's like a rite of pass. Like you feel, or maybe you feel like it's a rite of passage. I know for me, like I um, I had relaxed hair all my life. Mm. Big chop. And then I like was like. Natural. Mm. Dude, I did that. Mm. Nothing more. Like, yeah. No. It was great. Yeah. All gone. All gone. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: It bald. <laughs> it's funny. I, like, uh, recently I found the video of myself shaving my head. Because I, video? like, got a, yeah, I got a camcorder and Live. I recorded the whole thing. And it was, like, a, it was a moment in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, rewatched it. And I was just, like, thinking of that time. I was definitely going through a manic episode. I'd gone through... Uh, kind of like mini breakup with one of my friends slash lovers mm. and that was like a hot mess of a time but I did look very good bald and yeah I, you did and I definitely you pulled it the fuck off I felt yeah I felt like a space princess yeah. in that moment I felt very celestial mm. oh
0: yeah
1: yeah oh. but uh yeah it's a time it's a place <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: it's a, thing. It's, it's a thing it's an idea it's an
1: idea it's a yeah, it's a feeling <laughs> ooh that feeling yeah. <laughs> the liberation yeah, yeah. and then um, so I did uh, this uh, this event that was like um, it was the Soldiers of Pole uh, with Jack the Stripper and we had this really fucking amazing event that was like a pop up strip club for uh, National Pole Dance Day and just like a bunch of amazing like people performed uh, men women on binary peeps all showed up and really threw down all kinds of bodies and stuff. And it was really hot. And also the crowd was, like, surprisingly giving. Like, I don't think anybody left with less than $200 um, in, like, Mm -hmm. stage tips, which was really nice. And we were only on for, like, one song apiece. Wow. And so it was just, like, super, like, a very loving crowd. I um, still have my problems with Jack the Stripper for not... Just really not being intersectional enough because, you know, it is, you have a major blind spot whenever you're a pretty blonde white woman, Mm. even as you get older. Talk about it. I feel feel like there's just, like, such a problem with, like, white feminists and stuff where they just, like, really are fixated on this wage gap issue, but, like, not thinking
2: about it in an
1: intersectional
2: way. It's crazy, (laughs) because it's just, like, the difference between pay and, like... White women, and then like black women, and then like Latina. Yeah,
1: women.
2: white, black, Latina women is just like fucking immense.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's several <laughs> folds. Like it's like multiples. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, And you're just like you just want to omit that part. Yeah, you're just just like
1: pay gap, pay gap, pay gap. I'm like, well, but what about the pay gap between us? Yeah, (laughs) but what about the pay gap between us? Like, but what about like overall exclusion? Right, like diversity exclusion. The fact
0: that I can't even get in the room that you're in.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Like, and then they're just like, well, you know, like it just happened this way. And then it's like, no, it's because you had a family that was together (laughs) that owned property, Mm,
0: right? (laughs) That owned people. (laughs) That
1: owned people. Maybe you yeah. know, like I mean even just owning property, like right. being yeah. allowed to yeah. own property for multiple generations right. just like exponentially yeah. increases your reach. Yeah. My and
0: yeah, what were you gonna say? My family had to like sell um my great grandmother's like house in uh, in Alabama, like kind of recently, like in the last like six or seven years. Mm-hmm. We just like couldn't, we yeah. couldn't do it. You know um and that and like it, it's not a super expensive property but like it was too mm-hmm. expensive yeah <laughs> you know like you can't you yeah
1: can't do yeah it's like i just um one of the people i went to school with just got a fulbright but like she's a person that um that came from a very connected <sighs> family that yeah. had connections to galleries in the art world and had that kind of reach and had the money to afford the college experience in a way that a lot of other people couldn't. It's and just so
2: exhausting because these people also like to tell you how to make it and how yeah. to like be like them and I'm right. like well it's from the very start. <laughs> well, to start it's... off capitalism doesn't work that way <laughs> <Yeah. for me. laughs> Honestly honestly
1: uh, yeah
0: I see a lot of like sex workers selling things to sex workers or like white sex workers yes, selling things yes, to sex workers. Yes yes yeah you're like, like starter pack. Yeah mm-hmm. and I'm like how in the hell does that work for people? Like, it doesn't. Like, first off it doesn't. Like yeah. a lot of it's like scammy, but like also like even if it like worked for them, it's definitely not gonna work for me. Like No. <laughs> like no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no I like, mean no need to apologize It's like no that's really like the truth like I see so many people like trying to sell like you know here's your six figure strip stripper like starter pack or like mm-hmm. this is your like how to be a sugar baby starter yeah. pack and it's like these rules aren't hard and fast for anybody
0: yeah. I mean, and a lot of it I see is like you need capital up front to like oh, yeah. do mm-hmm. the things that they're talking about like I n- know there was like one person who was like quit your day job and oh like God. and like just do camming 8 hours a day every single day and it's like i don't if That's i don't not if right now yeah. just like getting on cam and like doing it when i do it intermittently and i get so tiny, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so little. Um, like the idea of like quitting any sort of job that yeah. I'm doing right now, just thinking
1: it'll work out. Just yeah. like
0: and just like hoping and wishing. But also like they omit the part where like oh I have a family that's going to support me if like or like I, oh, yeah. oh I
1: saved ten thousand dollars to like sit on for the next mm-hmm. couple of months while this yeah. takes yeah. off. Yeah, right. <laughs> or or like people who are like okay, so you want to find a daddy? Step one, dress expensive. Uh-huh. I'm like <laughs> okay. yeah. Oh. Okay, like, okay. where do I get the money for um, that? Bitch where, <laughs> <Bitch> where? <laughs> where? That
0: good house? como, where? como. <laughs> Where's, <laughs> that? Where's that Gucci? What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it
1: no, just doesn't. it it doesn't work out. I my friend is like, she was reading this book like written by some venture capitalist talking about how to like save your money and stuff, and mm-hmm. and one of the, the quotes in it was like. Don't worry if you, you're in a neighborhood where everybody's making seven figures and you're only making six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bitch, if only. Yeah. If wow. only. <laughs> only like, and I mean, that's really like how I feel about a lot of these like financial guides is like, you got to take all this shit with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. People, mm-hmm. You know, know yeah. who's writing it, know where they came from, their background, and right, all of that. Like, exactly. I have
2: a friend who's like super reading those right now. And like, mm-hmm. they're like, one of them is titled, like rich dad poor dad oh god <laughs> oh i hate that book so much oh my god i want you to tell me about it and then i want to hear from them about it yeah <laughs> just because <laughs> like, just like i've just been looking at it number one the design on it is uh, like really it's funny it's so cheapo <laughs> yeah. it's like you paid nobody
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 oh you got yeah. microsoft paint and you were like hell exactly. yeah some fucking it. clip art had <laughs> <I'm laughs> to collage some stuff <laughs>
1: yeah oh god it's so bad it's, it's just also like you know it just plays into the whole paradigm of capitalism and of course we can't escape it and we're mm. sex workers and we are working for capital and we right. our system works we are able to be sex workers in part because of capitalism right. in some mm, ways like yeah. it functions well as a as a function of capitalism but also it's just like it's so important to question that Yeah, it's so important to question everything yeah <laughs> definitely honestly Anyway, without further ado, we begin every episode with a segment called Historical Ho. Oh boy. And this week's Historical Ho will be narrated
2: by none other than Keke Clover. Clover. Okay, so this week's Historical Ho is Cora Pearl. A British courtesan based in Paris from the 19th century. I got my info from Wikipedia and the memoirs of Cora Pearl, an autobiography, and um, you can find it actually in the source section of Wikipedia for free, and you can read the whole thing. It's pretty interesting. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. Wikipedia uses different names from the ones that she uses in her books for her, like, clients' book, but she she was protecting her clients, but for a fee... So not all are protected, but um, essentially, like, I'm going to use the book names and not the actual historical names because it was just really hard to, like, go between the two. Mm -hmm. So anyway oh I like that I mean it's so cool to like to see the
1: sex worker tradition of like you know protecting your clients yeah and, yeah but for money <laughs> for money it's really <laughs> yeah. funny that she did that
2: she was like for a fee I won't publish your oh, name <laughs> I love that. I love the ones you, you like did pay not me. pay <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes um please enjoy or excuse my accents (laughs) oh i'm so ready for these accents we are buckled to fuck in (laughs) oh i'm so nervous okay eliza emma crouch begins her autobiography why i have written my book there are women who envy our lot mansions diamonds carriages what gilded dreams and really her life was very fanciful i mean for a while her childhood was mostly chill. She was born in December 1836 to Frederick Nichols Crouch, a cellist and composer, and the contralto Lydia Pearson. Um, a contralto is the lowest female singing voice, like soprano is quite high, mezzo-soprano is in the middle, and then contralto is the lowest. Well, anyway, Ooh, Emma's so she early life- has like life a deep, sultry voice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> reference. <laughs> she was also very religious. I think they were singing praise. So- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, God. <laughs> but Emma wasn't. Anyway, Emma's early life was full of music and siblings, 15 of them. Damn. Oh, and her sisters were also singers. Did her mom die after these? I'm going into this. Okay, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I have so many
0: questions. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me the end of the story before the end of the story. <laughs> I will take a seat.
2: Her brothers... Quote, I cannot remember what each of them did, there were so many. There were big ones, little ones, dark ones, fair ones, to suit all tastes in short. <laughs> they lived in Plymouth for several years before Emma's dad, quote, died. It's unclear whether she was told that as a child and believed it to her death or if she lied in her memoirs. She did use her younger sister's birth date as her own in this book. Though, another source claims that she sent money to both of her parents regularly. Anyway, Frederick Nichols Crouch did not, in fact, die, as she'd written. (laughs) Actually, he left Plymouth for London, married another woman, had more children, and then left for America. But, in the book, he died so soon that I hardly knew him, she adds, (laughs) and I have hardly known my mother. Her mother sent her away to boarding school in France when she remarried, and she guesses it was in part because the city they lived in was full of brothels that she didn't want her to be exposed to. But she never lived with her mom again. Instead, she lived with her grandmother in London after she got back from boarding school until... In a chapter she titles, quote, What it costs to go alone to church. The little red riding hood and the wolf a dangerous drink the morrow 15 year old emma describes an event that since the day of which i now write i have preserved an instinctive hatred against men and among them i have reckoned many friends too many perhaps and some sincere well-wishers for whom i had a frank and serious affection but the instinctive feeling of which i speak has never left me I won't go into detail, and actually, she doesn't either. <laughs> actually, she couldn't if she tried, but this point is pivotal in her life and coming into sex work. It was on her way to church. Her attendant had gone for a walk, so she was walking back to her grandmother's house alone. A man had followed her. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you like cakes, he said, <laughs> after accosting her and nosing into her business. And she did. Woo!
3: Sorry.
2: Come with me and I will give you some. This is actually what he said. When she woke up the next day in the man's bed, the man gave her money. If you like, we will stay together. He, likely, around 40 years old, said to the 15 year old girl, you will have everything you want and it will amuse you. We will go all over London together. What do you say? Emma had no recollection of what had happened because a number of things had happened to lead her to not have a recollection of what had happened. So she sat there in a mixture of disgust, confusion, and horror as she began to realize what had happened. Ah. He awaited my answer, seated near the table, a cigarette in his mouth, both hands crossed upon his waistcoat. He sat, waistcoat, he sat and twiddled his thumbs. Emma, of course, rejected him. The man shrugged and laughed. I've never persuaded anybody against their will. Um, okay. That's one way to say it. (laughs) Emma decided to never go home after that. She felt that she was stained and couldn't face her family. Aw, poor baby. Yeah. So she took her money and got a place and some clothes. She chose the name Cora Pearl after that, really just because... It sounded, like, cute to her. Mm -hmm. And then she met William Blinkwell, who owned London Dance Rooms or something, like, not super significant, but he took her to Paris, and he was frequently grooming young girls. He was Mm. 25, and she was still just 15. Mm. But after their vacation, Cora basically said, well, you can go back to London if you want. I'm staying here. (laughs) And burned her passport and their informal marriage certificate. (laughs) Uh, Wow. (laughs) This departure began her career as a courtesan. Reading her book within two pages, she talks about Dominant, a mostly broke sailor, Rubis, a man received in good society and who procured me numerous introductions. Um, oh, I should have read that part in an accent. According to Wikipedia, he set her up in an apartment and taught her the business of her trade. She worked for him for six years. De la Marche, and then Lasima who was her first big money boy and who she carried <laughs> on with boy. for 6 years <laughs> yeah <laughs> He was very rich but not as notable as Prince Ak- Akil Marut who was close to Lasima but maybe better because he was the first person to ever give her a horse This is still in the same two pages. She's still just 17. But then, Marut was ordered to go to Africa because of um, debts, money problems. The emperor wanted him to leave. So, this is all pretty mild. It's just the start of her career. But already, she owned a small house in the country, aside from her apartment in Paris. Cora was high society. Men were sending her jewelry and love letters. A man named Citron sent her letters frequently and came around. I offer you five blank notes. (laughs) <laughs> five blue blank notes for sex. And then mm-hmm. he sent five notes of a thousand francs each. Ooh! And she was spending all of her time with Lassima in a house in Vici. Uh, I don't even think that's the real place. But um, where she entertained many, many people. Her guests were high ranked, including like Napoleon. Like she vaguely notes him, just a casual. Mm. Napoleon was at this time at Vichy and I never made the slightest attempt to get into his good graces <laughs> this was I think uh, Napoleon the II second or third, but she doesn't say she was also the mistress of the Prince of Orange Ludovic Duke de Gramont, Caderu Charles Duke de Morny, who contributed a lot to Cora's lifestyle um, an unspecified duke that she mentions because um, she just calls people Duke um, I'm assuming Charles would have her over so frequently that they wouldn't go without seeing each other every week for like months even when his wife would come back because she would be going to his house i used to dine immediately after her in the same room and attended by the same manservant and she would like hear the wife like talking in the other room to her children the duke gave her twelve thousand francs per month i am not oh wait I am not a bad fellow. (laughs) And I want you to be always satisfied when you leave here, so that you may always be in good temper when you come again. Oh. That's what
1: I want (laughs) in my life. I know, right?
2: You think. But actually, he was super jealous and controlling and had her cut off contacts with her other client. Wow. Wow. Hell no. She (laughs) was bitter. But then he bought her a hotel for, like, 450,000 francs.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: And... (laughs) and, That seems like a lot of work. Yeah. And actually, in secret, she still saw the other guy.
1: Yeah, for Mm -hmm. fucking real.
2: But the Duke apparently hired, like, spies, or he had, like, all of his people spying. And he caught her one day, himself riding in a carriage with the other customer. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Cora liked to host parties, and she liked to gamble. A lot, often gambling away all of her money and starting from scratch. Oh, damn. But she was so well-loved, she always found a way back up. At the height of her career, she owned three houses, one million francs, multiple horses, many diamonds, and all of her clothes were made by the father of haute couture, Charles Frederick Worth. Or that's what Wikipedia deems him. Either way, Mm. he was super luxe. She apparently had a notably individual fashion sense. She would dye her hair bright colors like canary yellow or dye her dog's fur to match her dress. And she <laughs> preferred to wear her makeup really obviously. Like she would be in like full face makeup and she would use pearl or silver powder to as highlight basically. So oh. that her skin wow. would just look iridescent. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just to note this is like literal ground up pearls and silver like
3: (laughs) wow wow OG
2: some dude named John who like made it to her wiki page uh, called her quote shockingly overdone whatever whatever
1: Uh, (laughs) chill out John yeah (laughs) chill out John jealous much exactly exactly
2: (laughs) her decline was a jealous guy with a gun who she'd been escorting but (sighs) cut off He came over to kill her, but supposedly accidentally killed himself. But it was a huge scandal, and she was kicked out of Paris, and all of her possessions were, like, repossessed. Yeah. Ugh, that's how they fucking do sex workers. She had one more notable fling with another Napoleon when she was 41. So all of that happened when she was 37. Mm Mm-hmm. But then the politics of France changed to be more conservative and her lifestyle was like really frowned upon. Mm. So she like lowered her prices and was kind of working just like in, in like actually she kind of had an anti um, like sex worker perspective before she like started where she, it was just sort of like I won't ever be like one of those low rank prostitutes she was Mm -hmm. like but then in the end that's what she ended up doing Um, but she was also too used to luxury and maintained her habits gambling away her earnings mostly she lived a long life in all and eventually died of cancer but she reflected on her life positively I have had a happy life I've squandered money enormously I'm far more far from posing as a victim it would be ungrateful of me to do so I ought to have saved, but saving is not easy in such a whirl of excitement as that in which I have lived. She's <laughs> like, wow. it's hard to say <laughs> when you yeah. ball out of control. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, you all have to read this book because she's just kind of funny as a person. Yeah. Also, she's really adorable. And you can find like pictures of her, her if you search Cora Pearl. She's like, très beau, or très jolie. <laughs> très jolie! I don't know my... Genders in French. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> what is gender anyway? What is
1: gender? <laughs> mm. <laughs>
2: Corey, a would concept? you like to
1: define
0: gender? for us? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Genders know. Genders is is a concept that was like built by human beings. Mm-hmm. And human beings are inevitably flawed. Yeah. And thus their concepts are flawed. Yep. <laughs> so. Gender's
2: changed a lot. Yes. It's had its ups. It's had its downs. <laughs> that I would like to add, though, like, just closing up on Cora, is yeah. that, like, it was kind of cool to read about her life because it was so luxe, and, like, it it wasn't like anyone was... There were some kind of, like, mm, tisk tisk people, but it was mm-hmm. really just, like, everyone was like, we fucking love you, Cora. You're so cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and um, people thought she was just, like, the toast of France. She was the fucking toast of France. Yeah. And the French love toast.
0: Is so, this from her perspective? Um, no. Well,
2: the quotes on her are from, like, someone else wrote, like, a biography of okay. her. So, mm. like... Quotes about her I got from Wikipedia. Okay. Oh. But, like, her own information that I was reading Mm -hmm. was her.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, dope. Thank you so much. Yee. Thank you, Clever Clover,
1: for this edition of Historical House.
0: Thank you.
1: So, let's begin the questions for today's episode. Not everybody is privileged enough to halfway make the decision to join the sex industry. How do y'all feel about performing sex work and what do you think about the term survival sex work?
0: I think that all work is, well, for me, all of my work is survival <laughs> um, because <laughs> I am say not- Say it louder for the back. <laughs> all of my work is survival. like. If it's that I'm working a day job um, right now, I'm an engineer. <laughs> I'm an mm-hmm. engineering intern, but I'm an engineer, mm-hmm. um, and I like I have a day job, but I can't afford to live without doing sex work. Mm-hmm. Um, I have sex work, but I can't afford to live without doing my day job. Like all of my work is for survival. I don't have like savings like that, or like a family that's supporting me, or like yeah I guess like what does work look like without capitalism (laughs) I think that's more like a better like question to the universe I suppose is like can like how do we separate the two how do we like how do we make work not like needed to survive like literally have like base things like food water shelter healthcare like all these other things like if I like yeah so that's what survival sex work is. Is like it's just work that I have to do mm-hmm. to be able to feed myself and house myself.
1: I mean, I think that's like such a great point. Just like that, like ninety nine percent of work is survival work. Mm-hmm. Like regardless of what it is, because right. you know most of us don't have income to fall back on. Most right. of us mm-hmm. don't have like that kind of savings. I think like something like th- I. Okay, I'm probably, I'm going to make up a statistic, but I think that I heard somewhere that, like, the average American has, like, under $400 in savings right now. So, like, it's just, like, a super low number, and you know what? I'm going to fact check this later at some point, and we'll have a corrections mansion (laughs) (laughs) next episode to talk about this.
0: Well, I can say that. 99% of people that I know that is it's a true statistic mm-hmm, yeah. you know live paycheck to paycheck yeah like i think y- yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like like and i know a few people
1: <laughs>
3: and i think, <laughs> think
0: you all might know a few people that yeah. are the same people that i know mm-hmm. and we all know like and ourselves included that like if like if you don't work that week or you don't work that one day, or whatever time span, amount of money that you get, you know, that you're not going to be able to make it to the next month.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that you're gonna lose your car, you're gonna lose your apartment, you're gonna lose your your food. Like, you know, you're gonna have to. Your utilities get shut off, like whatever mm-hmm. it is.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, like, I think I think what survival work is is like living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
1: I think, I mean, so like with survival sex work, a lot of it is, I mean, I think whenever we think about that, we think a lot about like street based sex work, right um, especially like trans sex workers doing street based sex work.
0: But I think that's like also like you like we're again like relegating a certain type of person to a certain kind of label. Yeah. Um, And I think, you know, I think like white feminists like to do that a lot so that they can, um, what is it, trauma porn? Yeah. Sort of Mm -hmm. like our experiences. Trauma porn, the narrative. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That there's no
1: other narratives. Right. Mm -hmm.
0: That, like, the only kind of sex work that exists is is survival sex work, or that the only kind of trans black person that exists in sex work is doing survival sex work. Is surviving and not thriving. yeah? It's
2: really Mm -hmm. weird to, like, read those perspectives because, actually, before I, like joined the industry i had no idea like that people could think things like that because mm-hmm. like i think i'd always thought or like especially knowing you for like throughout my life mm-hmm. um um just like I've, most of the people involved are very like i guess like they're not for survival but because they like want to be there
3: hmm
2: yeah, yeah I, I mean like for me i've met mostly um
1: people who decided to get into the industry because they wanted to because mm-hmm. they were sexual people and they wanted to be in the industry and it wasn't ever like a last ditch you know thing i mean now i've met people who who are kind of in the survival boat and you know a lot of them are white even you know mm-hmm. like
2: white cis. but it's just so like I mean, like, as you all were saying, like, I just don't get it because everything is survival.
0: Yeah. Um, Again, I think, like, these labels are, like, tacked onto things so that, like, people can have fundraisers um no no no, seriously though like even even me like i've done like GoFundmes or like i've done like other fundraisers where like i have and even like the college application process where like i have written so much trauma porn about myself for Mm -hmm. other people to consume so that they will pay me yeah Um,
2: oh clever um yeah yeah, and like and
0: i yeah so like and not that that like that survival sex work it can't be traumatic and it isn't traumatic but that like that is again like the overarching narrative of like what it means to be black in sex work and what it means to be trans in sex work and what it means to be all these intersectional identities in sex work or just what it means to be in sex work is that we're all out here doing it for survival and it's not that like again that we're like that we can all just like get up and quit like, yeah. <laughs> but, like but that like that we're just, we're working a job, like, yeah. and, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and some of us have made this our career, and it's something that, like, we really love and have been able to, like, thrive in, and some of us are using it like, a, like, like you work at McDonald's, or, like, you yeah. work at, like, yeah, like, do you think that all the people that work at McDonald's want to be working at McDonald's like that? I know, that?
2: but, like, imagine if you, like, framed other, like job applicants as like sur- like oh this person's like a survival engineer like it right. was so <laughs> sad yeah. were- this, is, this person's a survival lawyer like- <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no honestly like yeah like I, oh I've I, you know I've worked in like I was a cook at one point like mm-hmm. I was doing that for survival I didn't want to be a cook I don't want to be a cook when I grow up Like I
2: know and it's kind of like <laughs> those things are just like even particularly more like low paying often times mm-hmm. I feel like than like Sex work can be. Um, and so it's just kind of like, I don't know, the term survival to me, like, it's almost, I feel like sex work is often thrival, like, mm-hmm. thriving. Mm-hmm. It yeah. goes beyond a surviving
0: wage. Yeah. Like, are thriving.
2: It's like uh-huh. thriving work. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but, it's
1: like a bit condescending. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I think what people mean when they're saying, like, survival sex work are like this, like, this black, Person who's poor and who has children potentially, and who's on drugs, and like is like on and do- off of the street. Oh, right. Like this on is on the only like
2: and- ca- way they can capitalize, right?
0: Which again is like such a narrow narrative mm-hmm. of like w- what technically survival sex work is, because I d- have like fewer of those things like I don't have kids and I'm not on drugs necessarily or supporting my habit through sex work or a habit through sex work but like if I stop doing sex work I lose my housing. <laughs> like yeah, if I stop yeah. doing sex work I can't pay my insurance. Yeah. Like you know like it, mm-hmm. so yeah I think I think it's just like it's you're trying to like to compact all of these like definite th- these definitions of people into like this singular term and it just does not cover or like really um, encompass anything an experience. Yeah. It, it encompasses like what your idea of that experience is.
1: Yeah, the oversimplified like mm-hmm. codified exactly. idea of
0: what it is. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really I don't really enjoy that term. Like like you said like I like. I was. it was a choice for me to be in the industry. It was a choice over like, and here's like the, the part mm-hmm. is that it was a choice over like I could be doing my day job that I'm doing right now and like working a night shift as a security guard mm-hmm. or working as like, I don't know, something overnight. You could be
1: waiting tables. I could mm-hmm. be waiting tables
0: yeah. at Denny's, like whatever. And making far less money than I make right now. Making like, you know, having to work with similar people yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, working with similar people
1: and like, not having the flexibility to yeah. right the agency not, to set your hours not making my clients. own rules
0: like you know having having a manager like all of these mm-hmm. things that having
1: like, to show up yeah, yeah having to show
0: up like if i'm sick and i have a client i could be like well like, sorry know, guys <laughs> like, yeah like it's fine i'll like, see you
1: tomorrow yeah or whatever, um, or
0: whatever. <laughs> like i have so much more flexibility and also like going to school like i'm in school right now and like and having that day job like I need all the flexibility that can have Um, and also like I have a disability like I'm I'm mentally disabled and so like sometimes like I can't I I, like actually like can't do certain things and so like you know like (laughs) it's just like it's it's an it's an easier thing to do than other things to do yeah
1: Um, yeah I mean I think it's like a it's like a really great option if you need that kind of flexibility like i truly need that flexibility mm-hmm. like as a person who like needs well, I also, like, struggle with mental illness things mm-hmm. and I, you know, like, I have good days and I have bad days and I need time to, like, decompress and I'm also just, like, very
2: anti-authority. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. just
1: so anti-authority and, and I
2: hate having bosses and yeah. so... <laughs> I think that was my biggest issue in the club was the anti-authority. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I just, I think that, I think we, you know, I feel that, the kinship to that and so, like... Having, like, having a lot of freedom in my, my particular club and authority there to set my hours, come and go as I please, and talk to who I want to or not talk to anybody if I'm not feeling it. Like Yeah,
2: you're royalty out there. You can do whatever the fuck you <laughs> want. And what, if, if, like, they don't realize that you're, like... If that something's going on because you want it to happen, then they'll apologize to you <laughs> for, like, complaining. They'll be like, oh, it was because Selena wanted it? <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, and actually I read a book recently. I was, like, rewriting that uh, paper that I wrote in college, the Black um, Bodies in Porn, for mm-hmm. um, a sex worker anthology. And um, I read this book where they talked about how black uh women in the book, but black femmes in general, like, reclaim, like, power and sexuality in sex work, um, because, like, out in, like, the real world, like, like, if, if you sleep with, like, a lot of people, you're a hoe, you're dirty, like, Mm -hmm. all these other things, like, if you like, like, buying expensive things or, like, Mm -hmm. like to invest in your, like, femininity, you're all of these things. Like, yeah. But yeah. in sex work, that is, like, praised and, like... It's a Exalted, and it's a necessity. Mm-hmm. So, like, so it's a way for black people to have a come up.
3: Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. In a way that
0: they can't have in other venues. Um, Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, it's harder to become, like, a manager at McDonald's than to, like, I don't know what the equivalent would be. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, to do really well in sex work mm-hmm. in, in ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, mean mm-hmm. I think it's also
1: just like the timeline on that is mm-hmm. just so much longer. Like, yes. oh, they're like, okay, well, work here for a year and then you'll be a manager and then right. maybe you'll make X amount of money. And it's like, you know, with sex work, you have like options to make a certain amount of money and to like progress really quickly. And you kind of, you, you are in part in charge of your progress. Like, mm-hmm. of course, there are mm-hmm. real like boundaries involved, like societal stigma, racism, sexism, right and homophobia and all of that involved too but it's like you do have a lot of agency that you just right. really don't have in other, right. In yeah. other jobs right
0: exactly um.
1: so you identify as non-binary mm-hmm. yeah um,
0: how like do you have to perform femme for work yeah well <sighs> Perform femme. That's, like, it's such, like, a nuanced, complicated thing. Um, please, I, <laughs> please, please, like, <laughs> yeah. correct me. I'd love yeah. to be corrected
1: by goddess story. <laughs> I'm ready.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, I... <sighs> Femininity is the thing that always exists inside of me. Femme is always a thing that exists inside of me. Um, But it's not something that I can always, like, wear outwardly, um, Mm. like, for safety reasons. Like, I, um, like, going to work is a lot like putting on drag for me. Mm. And, like, and and embodying, like, all that I find powerful in femininity. Um, But I... Do that because of work, um, and so the same thing goes for like when I'm going to like my day job and I perform masculinity, um, and I and I put on whatever I put on for that um, to like empower in in, in uh, to bring a masculine energy to work so that they respect me, mm. um, <laughs> right? And like I bring my feminine energy to work so that the, my my clients will respect me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not something that I always want. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So
0: my, like, gender expression in, like, my alone time, in my, like, self time, and my time with my partners or my time with my friends, like, varies, like, greatly. But oftentimes, like, I have to, like, split these pieces of myself apart to do sex work or to do my day job, um, which is unfortunate. Um, I have recently, like, had like a couple of clients and like people in community who like pay me to do like consultation or other things that like I can perform my full self Mm -hmm. um but uh yeah but mostly like I have to like you know nails hair makeup all that stuff to like do sex work um, Mm -hmm. and to actually make money at it If I've tried to like not do those things and it doesn't work Mm -hmm. (laughs) it doesn't work unfortunately I mean the same thing like if I have like braids in or if I like have my wig on like I'll make a lot more money than like if like I don't Mm -hmm. you know it's the same thing like I have to perform whiteness as well Mm -hmm. in a way Um, I have to perform straightness, you know. Mm -hmm, I have to perform a lot of things, um, you know. And not, like, those things wouldn't exist outside of sex work for me, but, like, that is something that I definitely have to, like, put on my work boots, put on (laughs) my (laughs) heels, like, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. so that's what that looks like for me. It must
1: be, like, kind of a relief whenever you're able to just kind of
0: be yourself with certain clients. I don't know that, like... I think what being myself with certain clients is, is, like, ha- like is the clients that come to me for reparations play mm-hmm. specifically because, like, that is, like, a truer, f- like, that is that is where I feel most powerful and, like, like my dominance is, mm-hmm. like, in that sort of play. Um, I don't know that it, like, that I, like, perform. I don't know that I've had a client that's, like, allowed me to be like the breath of who i am Mm -hmm. in the way that i am by myself yeah like outwardly so i i don't know that 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 has existed for me yet. yeah
1: i mean i guess i i understand that because i i definitely have some clients that um like i feel more comfortable like i've shown my natural hair too and Mm -hmm. stuff like typically i wear hair extensions Mm -hmm. and stuff i wear like wavy extensions yeah put on a, you know my full face of makeup and stuff and like with certain clients like I have like worn a full afro and all yeah and that's always like a moment where it gives me pause and I also kind of realize like personally that like wearing all of the hair and the makeup and the everything just like going through that process of transformation like gives me a sense of confidence mm-hmm. that I don't have just like occupying my body my civvy body in the civvy setting yeah
0: yeah, definitely. Mm. It is like I, I call it putting on my superhero costume sometimes too. It's like and I like and I also have like a little like ritual where like I like pa- it's like, um, do you play Mario Kart or yeah. like video games? Yeah. Like do like getting like a power up do, do, and do, then do, like do, yeah. Do, do. Yes. And so like and so like <laughs> That's I have so cute. my little ritual where I say like make money, make money, make money. Aww. And like I have like my super suit on and like I go. Aww. You know what wow. <laughs> I like, mean? So like, like it's like it's a whole like thing and process and it definitely like yeah it's definitely like a like you feel empowered by all of that also because like in my day-to-day even like just like going to the grocery store or whatever like I can't look like that
3: mm. and, like mm. I wouldn't
0: want I wouldn't want to look like that just because yeah. of like street harassment yeah and stuff. same um like it's you know you yeah so definitely like empathize very much with like that feeling of like getting all you yeah, get your right. strength from it. get from your strength, it. yeah. So
1: um, I want to kind of step into your job. One of your, well, one of the sex work things that you've done, and I guess I don't know if you would call it sex work, but um, you do cuddling.
0: I do cuddling. Mm. Yeah. And what
1: is that? What yeah.
0: is that? <laughs> so um, it's like a varied thing. Um well,
1: let's start with like how do you how do you find people? Mm-hmm.
0: So I work through a site called Cuddle Companions. Whoa! Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I did not know no, there were okay. Cuddle like like Companions. Yeah,
0: so there's like there's lots of different sites, but one of them is called Cuddle Companions, and so people hit me up on Cuddle Companions. I have my little hmm. profile picture. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just gotta check this out. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, they message me, and then they book through the site, and so like, they they do like technically a down payment on the site, and mm-hmm. then they pay me cash in person. Um, I don't mm-hmm. see any of the money from the site; it's just the money that I get from cash and tips.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't yeah. they do it through the site? Do you know?
0: I think for... I think it's easier for tax reasons mm. and for... Legality. Legality, maybe. maybe like, liability. Mm-hmm. Like, like def- I would have to, like, fill out paperwork if, like, they also paid me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and there'd be, like... I think it'd be harder on their on like the host part Mm -hmm. to like do that so they're trying
1: to like put the liability on you exactly exactly as they do as As sex industries do they shift the liability
0: (laughs) onto the worker yes Yes. I don't know if other sites work the same but that's definitely how that works and so Mm -hmm. um, yeah so they hit me up on the site and then I go um, my very first cuddler was in like this like really fancy hotel like near LAX and then um I went up, and I was, like, I was sort of terrified because I didn't actually know what to expect because, mm-hmm. like, it's, like, I don't know, with, like, my BDSM clients, it's, like, they give me, like, a list of things that they like and they mm-hmm. don't like or, you know, That's their limits and all that. That's one of the beautiful all, things
1: about the BDSM yeah. community mm-hmm. is the level of detailed communication. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, transparency. you very like, specific,
1: yeah. specific. Yeah.
0: And mm-hmm. also because we're working on a site as opposed to, like, a, a like... I don't know.
1: Yeah, going to, like, a private location. Yeah,
0: like, there's, like, this intermediate that, like, we're trying not to say all the things that we might or may or may not do Mm -hmm. um, or that they may or may not want. So, um, so yeah, so I I went up and um, it was this, like, probably was in, like, his 50s or 60s. Most of the cuddlers that I get are, like, in between the age of, like, 50, I would say mid to late 50s to, like, I think the oldest one I had was, like, 80-something.
1: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Very Um, interesting. I'm also, like... How are these fucking 80-year-olds on the internet finding apps, like, to cuddle? Like, who gave them the rundown? I don't know, but I'm happy about it. Okay, I know. Uh, I'm, like, I'm so interested Yeah, in that Like, who is marketing to them? <laughs> who is the marketing team? Yeah.
0: I don't, I, don't, I honestly, like, don't know. Because, like, there's not, like, advertisements for, like, cuddle companions on, like, mm. other sites. Not even, like, on, like, sex sites. Are there, like, really? I've never yeah. seen them. but
1: Because it's, like, a gray zone, I Yeah,
0: think. it's definitely, like, a gray area area of, like, work.
1: And also, because, like, you know, if they were explicitly, like, this is sex work, then the government right, exactly. would try and get Crack into policing yes. this, and it could be, like, they could be liable for a pimping. Right, exactly. Shit like
0: that. Exactly. So, um, so, yeah. And, um, I don't know, we, like, we, so he did, like, screw me over, <laughs> his, uh-huh. as, as, uh, people do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um and we were supposed to have a two-hour session. It ended up being, like, six hours, but he only paid me for, like, the two hours.
2: Ugh. Oh, my God. Which
0: was un- so unfortunate. And, like, um, there were they were kind of, like, scary moments in that session. Like, went, like he was much, much bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so, and, like, he rolled on top of me at one point. And, like, oh. I couldn't really breathe. And, like, I was trying to, like push him off of me, but, like, subtly, where he was, like, oh, you're just, you know, Living, floating, yeah. moving around, mm-hmm. and, like, yeah, um, yeah, and I, and eventually, like, he went into the bathroom, like, jacked off, oh. <laughs> and so it was like, it was, it was odd, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, yeah, it was really odd, that first one, but, um, After that, I've had much better experiences, um, some, like, in-between experiences. The next one after that I had was, like, this—was the oldest client that I've had. And he cried. um, He—his, like, daughter had— so him and his wife had divorced recently and so his daughter was like taking sides but he was like 80 and it was interesting to like to hear him talk about it because like it sounded very from like very similar to like I know like kids who like whose parents have like gotten divorced recently like around mm-hmm. my age yeah. or like younger and like he was f- feeling that intensely about it even at his age mm-hmm. um, about his child taking sides and so oh. like I just held him and he mm-hmm. cried yeah, and it was really beautiful and really nice. Poor baby. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I find that like people who are on cuddle companions are also are, are often just like looking for like touch um, mm. and intimacy um, in a way that like they like they don't know how to attain um, elsewhere or haven't been able to attain with their families or loved ones around mm-hmm. them.
1: I mean, it seems like such a problem too. Like, I can totally understand that age range of men, like in that like super toxic type of masculinity, like Mm -hmm. where you don't hug boys, boys don't cry, like all of that shit is just like drilled into them, and then they finally get to an age where they're old and soft and
0: yeah, need Mm -hmm. a hug. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's like it's some of the, the it's been some of like the most fulfilling work that I've done in, like, what is generally sex work. Wow. Um, yeah, that, like, it's just intimacy. Like, it's it, it's so genuine and so pure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other cute stories? Um, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, no. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, uh, I mean that one was one of the most beautiful ones mm-hmm. other ones they were moments of beauty and yeah. moments of really like yeah mm-hmm. but I mean like men are still trash yeah <laughs> so like they always had to they always ruin yeah so like there'll be something really tender and, and beautiful that happens um you know, uh, this one guy like he so it's 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 okay to like get uh, hard on or whatever like mm-hmm. when like you're, you're cuddling mm-hmm. like it's a completely natural thing mm-hmm. and so like one guy was like oh like you're the first person to give me a hard on in like whatever amount of time he said
2: mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm.
0: I thought that was like really like wow yeah. like.
2: Aww.
1: That's a special moment. That's a special moment.
0: Like, you know what I mean? Like, especially for people of uh, advanced age, like, Mm -hmm. getting a hard on is, like, difficult to do in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, that, like, he felt close enough to me to be able to do that.
2: Do you also go to, like, cuddling sessions, like, very made up? Or is it more like a PJ type of vibe?
0: Yeah. So I guess that would be the place where, like, I'm more like my what I look like just at home Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I usually like have like shorts or sweats um, Mm -hmm. and like a tank top and yeah and that's pretty much it I don't really like I'll pick my hair out Mm -hmm. I don't I don't wear wigs or anything for that because it's just like it's too hard to like Mm -hmm. like you're cuddling for hours Yeah, Yeah.
2: (laughs) so it's like you
0: can really just be yourself at mm -hmm. that point do you
2: ever like cuddle and watch things or is it just like silent cuddle I mean talking and
0: sometimes there's music Mm -hmm. I haven't had any people who like who have like we've watched TV or anything sometimes it would be like TV on in the background Mm -hmm. but it's more just like about like like the intimacy and like not really like they only have so much time with me and they're being and they're paying to like you know. yeah so mm. like they 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 just want like that intimacy and like yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah so oh
1: yeah. do they like caress you and stuff like that mm-hmm
0: yeah they caress me and like squeeze me. Um, I do like to like to really like not that I don't smell good in other places, yeah. but because we're so close, close yeah. Um, like I will like I have like a whole like other process mm-hmm. to like get yeah. ready for that. So like, that's so
1: important. Yeah, yeah. You so and I I'm like an aromatherapy person. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I also
0: like have like special like different perfume that I put on for like that. That's like more like subtle and natural and mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like like lavender time and like lavender. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like you know. Um, rather than like whatever else I, I don't yeah. know yeah. candy flower <laughs> like um, vanilla you know, cherry yeah <laughs> um, Victoria's Secret yeah and like and also with like the Dom clients sometimes I like the smell of sweat like mm. sometimes I like the smell True. just like leather and sweat yeah mm-hmm. and like pussy yeah or like the, the yeah. guys I'm with, they're like <laughs> I, I want something calm I want you to <laughs> yeah. smell
1: like a teddy like, bear yeah bun, like exactly teddy yeah, bear
0: yeah. I should probably put on like baby powder that might be a good idea oh it's actually a really good yeah. idea. To, well like, really
1: harken to, like, that kind of childy mm-hmm. yeah. thing.
0: Yeah. Does it ever become sexual? Um, it ha... Uh, sexual is, like, a strong word for what happens. Like, yeah, I don't...
1: Yeah, however you want to define that. I feel like yeah. it's such a vague term, too.
0: Yeah, like, sometimes they'll, like, hump my leg, mm-hmm. you know, or, um... Yeah, again, like, a lot of the time, like, they're of advanced age, and so, like, they, if even if they really wanted to, like, do anything sexual, like, they can't maintain an erection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can't, like, you know, and so that's, I think, and again, that's why I think, like, they choose cuddle compa- uh, cuddling is, like...
1: Yeah, why they choose cuddling instead of going to, like, a strip club yeah. or searching escorts.
0: Right, it's, like, oh, the expectation here is not necessarily sex, it's, like, it's it's intimacy, mm. and, um, and it's, like, yeah, so there yeah there's been humping they've tried to kiss me i hate i don't kiss my clients Mm -hmm. like that's Mm -hmm. a really big no-no for me Mm -hmm. they've tried to like kiss me um yeah and so like my like way of not doing that but doing that is like kissing their forehead and like Mm -hmm. uh, like you know and like kissing their backs and like you know what i mean like and letting them do the same to me Mm -hmm. um Sometimes to some it depends, <laughs> it de- it depends yeah. on the client, but like, yeah, like, but very just like easy, you know, yeah, not
1: you kind of mentioned that like, um, petting can be involved, and I don't mean mm-hmm. heavy petting, I mean like hair petting,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I have had clients, I have, I had a client, or maybe a couple, who, um, who like are really. Like, they picked me because I'm black and they really want a black girl and they really want to play in a black girl's hair. And, like, so, like, when you're that intimate with a person, like, they feel the agency, they feel the power to, like, Mm. be able to, like explore all those things that they're not able to explore with other people I don't like it I tell them no Um, and then like sometimes I let them because I'm like I need the money today Mm -hmm. so yeah so like yeah so a lot of like heavy head petting and like trying to like put their fingers through my hair which Uh, I'm like this is a lost cause sir (laughs) (laughs) you go and get your fingers trapped like it's it's done Um, yeah and a lot of like talking about like their one black girlfriend they had uh, like you know what I mean? just like okay like and it's such an old story <laughs> like, yeah. like you're boring dude but yeah uh, yeah, like, I had this one client who was, like, oh, yeah, I just love this, like, black gal on TV. Uh, she was, like, a newswoman or something, and, like, you know, she's real sexy and stuff, and I was, like, okay. I was,
1: like, congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: okay, cool, and now you have your imitation of that, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, uh, your facsimile of yeah, whatever that is Yeah. In your mind. So, yeah, so that I don't like so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, like, I really try and, like, make it about them, and make it, like, sort of like a massage therapist or, like, a... Um, you know something like that where like you're just uh, or a crystal healer or something where like I'm infusing all of my energy into Mm. you you don't need to reciprocate those things yeah Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's good it's kind of like how like I guess kind of um, making a far comparison but like strippers like we are on top and like Mm -hmm. that's the best part of it is that you know like we're on top we control the motion of things we're kind of like topping them right. in a lot of ways and so yeah. like you kind of become a cuddle top
0: mm-hmm. oh definitely mm-hmm. i mean i'm a top in general <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, i'm just a top but like, yes I'm also a i'm a cuddle in top general, <laughs> so yeah <laughs> no it's a big thing like the world I... is my bottom <laughs> Oh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that's That's been my cuddling experience. I don't know. It, it's it's an interesting, like, different thing that I do. Um,
1: Whenever you were, like, stiff by that guy, were you able to, like, report the incident at all with the website?
0: No. No? You know, it, what, there's not, like, a... I mean, and also, like, what happens essentially is, like, if somebody gets reported like their account just gets taken down mm-hmm. like they like there's no way for the uh, for the cuddle companions to pay me out any more mm-hmm. money if like i can yeah. essentially i am like just like yeah. you, like at the beginning like we said like it, they are leaving the liability up to me like it's not mm-hmm. on them at that point yeah
1: for sure i mean that's how they do that yeah <laughs> so you know the very just world of <laughs> taking care of sex workers right exactly um so, like, you have also previously done some uh, street-based sex work. Mm-hmm. Could you talk about how you kind of ended, or how you started that?
0: Yeah, so when I was, so I I was at a college, and then that college was racist, and I had to leave. <laughs> and fuck them. <laughs> and so I uh, I lived with my girlfriend's um mom uh uh, at her house um and um I needed money and so I it wasn't really like a thought through process um it was more like just sort of like spontaneous I was like walking somewhere and some guy like pulled up and he was like hey like how much? And I was like, What do you mean? And he's like, How much? And I was like eighty or something, I don't remember the amount. Um, he's like, Okay, hop in. So I get in and like things happened and um he paid me and I left and I had food that day.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: <laughs> that was yeah. That was that. Like, at that point, like, camming wasn't making me a lot of money mm-hmm. or any money, really, because, like, the payouts were too high. So, like, yeah. I had to wait until I got that amount to, like, get my money. Yeah. Ugh,
1: that's so fucked. That's, there's so many <laughs> levels of fucked with camming. Yes. That's a yeah. whole other episode. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, and, like, yeah, like, I I just, like, I wasn't getting clients. Like, there was, you know, and also, like, I was, like not well enough or stable enough to, like, hold, like, a day job or, like, do anything that was, like, remotely vanilla because, like, I, like, just like, the money in sex work is quick. It's easier Mm -hmm. in certain ways. And, like, street work is quick and instantaneous and it happens and it's done. Yeah. Um, and so I had money and I had, uh, food and, uh, and yeah. And I did that. For a while. And um, it's my least favorite form of sex work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, Why it's, is that? Yeah. It's scary. Like, you are putting—death is always an option mm-hmm. when that happens. Like, you're getting into some rando's car and mm-hmm. hoping they don't kill you. Yeah. Um, or hoping they don't steal all your money or hoping they don't, yeah. like, you know, hurt Everything. you in some way that is, you know— that we see all over the news mm-hmm. all the yeah. time. Yeah. Edmund Buck, or uh, what? Buck something? Um, Ed Buck. Ed Buck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all. Do you,
1: Yeah, could you. Um,
0: yeah, so Ed Buck uh, is a Democratic something or other. He's like a, I don't know, but he's a politician of some sort. And he, um, he killed two black men um, and one, and then the. There was a third black man who escaped, Um, so he drugged and killed them, Um, Mm. and uh, he was just indicted recently. I'm sorry. I'm like not like. No, that's, I, fine. Like, that's fine. I'm that's not like a <laughs> decent.
1: That's like a yeah. decent enough rundown for people to understand. It's truly just like, yeah. you know, a lot of people are yeah. able to do this with impunity, mm-hmm. right? Like
0: he was just indicted after the third one, and it was only because the third one escaped. And he's a white man, and all of his victims have been black men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, like that is the reality of like being a street-based sex worker. Sometimes is that like, like you have no control... Like, mm-hmm. that is, like, the least control I feel in sex work is, like, a street-based sex worker because, like, ultimately, like, I am at, at the mercy of, like, this dude and this in his car.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You hope that he holds up his end of the deal.
0: Exactly. And, like, and that he doesn't stiff me or, like, yeah. throw me out of his car. He, like or, yeah. he doesn't
1: stiff you, he doesn't hurt you, he doesn't right. murder you. Yeah. Right.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. like, that... And yeah. then
1: not even, like, counting, like, law enforcement.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I mean, and, like... I think like the way that I kept safe is that like or or at like towards the end is that like I had like a network of people that I checked in with Mm -hmm. and I didn't always do that um, and I should have been more consistent with it but like that is like And in general with sex work, I think, if you're going to meet a client by yourself or whatever it is, um, that, like, you have, like, a network of people that you're checking in with Mm -hmm. that know when the session's supposed to end or know when you're supposed to leave that part of town or, you know, a person that you're going home to afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just some people that you're checking in with and making sure that you're safe and that you're okay. I even do that with my cuddle companions, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just to, like... Or I mean, I do that with everybody. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, is that like? It's always a risk. It's always a risk, and so you know, just making sure to check in with people and make sure you know, check on your friends, like. Yeah. You know.
1: Oh yeah, totally. Um, so do you ever have you ever walked with people, or do you always do it? Or have you done it alone?
0: I've only done it alone. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, because it's only been out of like real like. I mean not that I'm not <laughs> desperate now. I don't know. Like again, good that that whole like uh, survival sex work versus everything yeah, yeah. else um yeah. uh is like is like I need money then. Mm-hmm. is usually what what it is. And so I don't really have like time to go like find my Network. friends and like <laughs> get them all into this place and then yeah. like yeah it's hey guys like, let's
1: meet up on this corner yeah together. it's more
0: like oh I'm extraordinarily hungry and there's nothing in my account so mm. like let's go <laughs> like, yeah. you know so um yeah so I think I think that that yeah I've only really done it by myself and not even like like a popular corner or whatever just like you know by myself yeah so yeah which I think I don't know I think maybe has like kept me from like getting caught by police because like maybe in groups Mm. of people like yeah or like known corners yeah hot spots yeah Yeah, yeah. but simultaneously like you're also less safe because like nobody knows that you're getting into this person's car yeah, nobody's,
1: like, looking at the license plate. Yeah, exactly. like that, yeah.
0: Exactly. Actually, I, um, my friend, who is also a, a former street-based sex worker, um, like, would, like, be like, hey, let's take a selfie together and take it in front of the car. And then, like, text it to somebody so that oh, they had not okay. only the license plate, the dude, but, like, the what his car looked like. What
1: the car looks like, the make mm-hmm. and model, and also that that's you. Yeah. And that's, you know. And, that,
0: and the time stamp of, like, when we got in Yeah. It. So, okay. yeah. So, like, they're all, like, these, like, really awesome people. Who, that's like, such yeah. a smart way to do it.
1: Yeah. What's so. your network like?
0: My network, my the my, my your community. Your support network, your community, <laughs> the people that love you and cherish you. There, it's a it's a beautiful. It's a it's such a beautiful community that I'm like a part of. Um, uh, All sex workers go to heaven. Um, yes, it's like. Shout them out. Yes, has been like I was doing sex work by myself, and then I met them. Well, I was doing sex work, and the only a community experience I had was that uh, porn performer, and, um, and then I met them, I was like, oh, this is what this feels like, Mm -hmm. this is what, this is what love and community is, and this is what, like, seeing yourself, like, is, (laughs) and, um, so, yeah, they've been really instrumental in, like, in just providing me, like, space, and... Um, they had like a sex worker prom and like.
1: Oh, I missed it. Yeah. I was so sad, it was, but it was beautiful. It was I so saw pictures. Beautiful. It
0: was so cute. That's um, really
1: sweet. One of yeah. our guests, Cherry, was there, and I oh. saw I
0: saw her pictures. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, beautiful. So cute. Um, and and through that, like I've been able to meet so many other like beautiful sex workers. My friend Avery, who is just tremendous like doing the real work and like trying really hard like to to work it out there and like it, it like I'm constantly inspired and empowered and loved on and when I need support like like I have it like it's there like
3: <laughs> <Aww>.
0: <laughs> people are there like um, I don't feel so alone and I don't feel and also like like all those things that I just said about you know street based sex work with like the tips like stuff like mm-hmm. like finding out things that like I never would have found out if like yeah. I just mm-hmm. I mean like it would have taken me years to find out yeah. you know, figure out like how to do this and how to do that and also like the check in thing and like yeah like I just have found real community and a real like yeah it's been beautiful that's beautiful really
1: good. if um what brings you joy about your work
0: What brings me joy about my work? I think unpacking people's, like... Unpacking people's race... uh, Helping people unlearn their racial bias. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That's ultimately, like, and again, why, like, I do reparations work is because, Mm -hmm. like, like, it is the ultimate way to, like, really unpack people's, you know. I feel
1: like it's just, like, in the sex work environment, like, there's just, like, a very vulnerable mental state where people, like, have this degree of openness Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. you just don't often have in regular, you know, straight situations. Yeah like where people are vulnerable, they're sexually vulnerable, they're emotionally vulnerable and then you can kind of like start to introduce like some kind of radical concepts mm-hmm. like understanding how race and racism really works or understanding the confines of gender, right. understanding sex negativity, right. things like that. Like yeah. you you just have like sometimes you have these beautiful golden moments of opportunity mm-hmm. to make that difference.
0: Yeah. I would say second to that though. No, I would say above that. Above is, that? I'm sorry. Ooh. No, that's I, fine. I that's fine. I like it. Is getting other people paid. Because recently, yeah. like, I've, like, been in a position to, like, be able to host parties, mm-hmm. play oh. parties, and the um, mommy issues, uh, my uh, leather femme-centered uh, party, and other parties where I've been able to hire sex workers, where I've been able to, like, hire doms and hire, you know, dancers and all this other stuff. Um, mm mm-hmm. And get them paid. And, like, that has been the most fulfilling thing that I've ever done. And to be in the position to be able to do that is so powerful. And it makes me really, it makes me even more frustrated with these, quote, unquote, white allies or, you know, white sex workers who, like, aren't it's so, like, I'm doing it. Yeah. (laughs) It's so easy to do it.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly, exactly. (laughs) Like,
0: like it it, it confounds me. It can,
1: yeah, definitely. I mean, it's like, just, you know, just realizing when you're not doing enough Mm -hmm. is so important, like, with any kind of allyship, you know, being vocal, being there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, it seems like we need to take a little commercial break Uh, and actually for my commercial I'm going to be uh, reading a review um, of a strip club in uh, Kalamazoo Michigan (laughs) it is a deja vu in Kalamazoo so review one this is from Matt S from uh, Hebron, Indiana a very nice all nude club interior looked amazing dancers looked great furniture looked great, and was comfortable. End of review. (laughs) 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 Wow. Uh, Here's another review. I didn't have a good experience last night. One of the DJs sounded muffled. I understand that they were trying to get the crowd (laughs) excited. However, the yelling that one of the DJs were doing was unacceptable spelled with an I
3: <laughs> it made my
1: fiance feel uncomfortable the extra commentary was not needed oh. <laughs> the yelling that one of the DJs was doing hurt my ears <laughs> oh. <laughs> when one of the DJs was yelling my ears are very sensitive to that and it makes them ring my fiance is in a loud environment like that her ears ring nonstop. <laughs> End of review That was um, a review by uh, John S from uh, Okemos, Michigan We have one more by this John actually My fiance did not get the required help in knowing where things were She's legally blind and not able to see She has health issues apart from her blindness that can't be cured when I was on the phone I was advised to have my fiancé come in in an audition. I wasn't advised of the requirement of experienced dancers. My fiancé feels very disappointed in her heart. Oh. End review.
0: <laughs> wow. Wait, I'm so confused. I'm like, also very <laughs> confused. What's the story behind this? I, like,
1: like, it's, it sounds like a whole story. I'm like, okay, is she coming in for an audition?
0: Did why? Is and, she? And he's calling on her behalf.
1: I'm yeah. It's,
0: also, why can't she call on? Uh, For herself,
1: I'm wondering one that also is she, and also if she's not trying to audition, is she coming to a strip club as a patron, being blind?
0: Well, you get private dances.
1: I guess you could get dances, and you could you could feel things. That's true.
0: Yeah, you know,
2: hear the music.
1: Yeah,
0: but it seems like
1: it would pose a lot of logistical issues if you were trying to work and be, and also we're blind.
0: Mm, yeah. I mean, you know what? That strip joint that is accommodating enough to accommodate a, a blind stripper would be awesome. You know what? I I'm think. down for that.
1: I'm <laughs> down for that if it exists. <laughs> like... This one is by Joe Kay from uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay, not my fave, but full nude is exotic around here. Little Darlings is attached next door, so that's very cool. Two bars for the price of one. Need a massage, not just looking for a, quote, dance? Nothing dirty or illegal, just a real massage after a hard day's work? (laughs) (laughs) Ask for Asia. She is an exotic beauty with hands strong enough to turn your shoulders into butter and your heart throb at the same time. Hard body and strong. She is so sweet, but don't let that fool you tell her you like it rough but be careful what you ask for lol asia can go from sugar and spice to dominatrix in a flash try not to fall in love i did go back and forth between these two connected bars enjoy drinks and look for bob the host with the most at little darlings in quotation marks great guy Ask for Bob to assist your party or event, evening event, or desires. He he is a DJ, mostly. But trust me, he is the one you want to talk to for the best experience. No alcohol when you slide over next door to the view, however full nude and a chance to maybe down a few Red Bulls or whatever and sober yourself up before that drive home. I like that. Just because the drinking stops, the party can still go on as you sober up safely, but with a full nude hotness all around. Win-win, these two bars, great combo. End of review.
0: These two bars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, what is the DJ providing? What kind of right? service yeah, yeah. Wow. is that? He can is,
1: assist your evening yeah.
0: event or desires. Is he a full service sex worker <laughs> as I mean, well? A, it, it sounds cool. like it. Maybe. like is, uh, Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I want to know like what is happening. All of
2: this These is, are great. These are fucking amazing.
0: So, that was
1: a shout out to the deja vu of Kalamazoo, Michigan.
2: Cool. Um, I have some reviews, actually, from a king of diamonds in Minneapolis. Oh, KOD. Tim Stegall gave it two stars. Um, He said, I went there a couple of weeks ago with five friends. I was carted before entrance. I had a driver's license that was current, but was stamped and I had recently renewed it. I was asked for the yellow paper that accompanies a license and renewal process. I didn't have it. I was refused entrance. I am 66 years old, <laughs> obviously well over 21, the current age for admittance. In, in order to not ruin the evening of my friends, I drove 38 miles home to get the yellow paper. I've been a regular customer for many years and the staff knows me. I complained to the manager and was met with indifference. I won't be going back, ridiculous. Oh, man. That sucks. That is
1: very frustrating.
2: Also, 38 miles? Yeah, right? Wait, where is this? Minneapolis. Okay.
1: All right. Minnesota, Minnesota probably you have to drive a lot. Yeah,
2: there are a lot. Most of them are in Minneapolis. So <laughs> the owner responded, Tim, we are sorry that you were so inconvenienced. We do require a valid ID for admittance so that we can make sure that everyone who enters is of legal drinking Whoa. age. <laughs> 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 he's
1: just well, the the real story is that he's just two kids in a trench coat <laughs> wearing
3: a
2: fake beard <laughs> this whole time this whole time wow. he goes on for a long time that was a really long response <laughs> um natasha said they need to upgrade the outside doesn't attract people at all the building has been the same exact since the 80s music is awful the two bald guys who run it need to be more friendly and welcoming one dollar drinks ten dollar lap dances do the girls even make money That's a good
1: question. Right. That's a good question. For real.
2: Actually, on all of the clubs that I was looking at in Minnesota and in Iowa, it looks like people kept being like, It's great, ten dollar dances and like one dollar drinks. I'm like, Whoa, not in LA. Yeah. (laughs) Hell to the no. (laughs) The music they play. I see why everyone was looking sad and bored, no one throwing money. And that's what happens at strip clubs. Sound and lights are everything. They failed. So, oh.
0: <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> it wasn't popping.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's a well, call out. Yeah. yeah, I appreciated her call out, so I just thought I'd include it. Yeah, that's actually, I mean, great critiques.
1: Yeah. Natasha. Her name was her, Natasha, right?
2: Yeah. Brian said, Brian Curtis, according to their story, I was given 48 lap dances <laughs> without paying the dancer a dime, and decides five days later, I owe her some ridiculous amount. That should have been enough to know. I'm just like, sorry, I only read the first, like, line of this, mm-hmm. and I was like, wait, sorry, 48 what? 48 love
0: dances? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, I just in, want... In one night?
1: Yeah, I'm like, I'm trying to total this up in my in my mind. Okay, so mental math becomes uh, me whipping out my... <laughs> okay, so let's say the average dance is 2 minutes and 30 seconds. So we're multiplying that by 48. That's a hundred and ten minutes and forty
0: seconds. And then divide it by sixty and you get the no, hours divided by
1: 60. Yeah, I mean it's like an hour. It's like almost 2 hours of dances. Okay. So like There is over 2 hours rather. Yeah,
2: and apparently they went over the tapes cuz I'm looking at the owner's response. <sighs> when you returned on Wednesday, you begrudgingly gave her 200 of the 480 you owed her. Oh, wow. <gasps> we closely reviewed the security tapes and they showed that you received several hours of entertainment yeah. for which you did not pay her. Whoa. So yes, the police were called. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad that they were on her side, because that
0: is, like, you never
1: know. It's such a fucking toss-up with clubs.
2: The entertainer was kind enough to not press charges against you for theft of services. She trusted you to pay her for what you legitimately owed her. Unfortunately, you did not keep your end of the bargain. The women work hard and have bills to pay as well. Mm -hmm. It is not right to receive entertainment from them Mm -hmm. and not pay them for it. You are more than welcome back, but you need to make it right with the entertainer first. You still her, owe her two hundred eighty dollars. Mm. Uh huh.
0: I wow.
2: Wow. I that mean, I hope managers. the club paid her because I would definitely
1: fucking pay, like press some charges yeah. on this person. Well, it depends. I'm such a softy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the circumstances vary. Yeah. I'm just lazy. I'm like, well, huh. you're like, oh, I have to show up for a court date. Yeah, yeah. I'm
0: like it's, that seems. so It's a lot of labor. It's a lot of like uh, footwork. Footwork, exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah. Do you have a commercial? <laughs> <laughs> this was my plug palace commercial, but. Boop, 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 boop. I would love to hear it. One of the biggest questions we get out the plug palace is. Why don't other plugs prevent bowel movements? And I tell them this, butt plug creators seem to have gotten down the concept of plugging, but didn't think too much about the innate human need to excrete. Um <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't get like further than that yet actually. <laughs> I like wow. it, it's just
1: like trails off <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, man. My birthday is coming up, and um, so I will be 27.
0: What are you? Are you a Scorpio? I am a Scorpio.
1: I am an elder Scorpio, I feel at this time. (laughs) 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 And uh, so my birthday is coming up, so I'm like tucking it in with all my clients, Mm -hmm. all my. M- yeah, my oh, nice, definitely. Yeah, so I'm trying to get um our pseudonym Danny clients to buy me a strap on, and I think he did. I think yes. he brought me a very nice strap on belt, and um, I can't wait to peg his ass. <gasps> Hell yeah, looking forward to it yes. with every yes. <laughs> bit of me. <meme. laughs> yeah, I would love it. He was like, Oh, I love this site, like, I can't believe like you, you put me onto it and stuff. Wow, he's like, I can't, I'm like, I'm having too much fun. He was, like, in Vegas, like, on a business trip. He was like, pick a flight. I'll fly you out here right now. I'm like, I literally just don't have time right now. (laughs) 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 It's like, people, you know, the thing with, like, daddies wanting to fly people out is that they just don't realize that you don't have time. Yeah, Um, Life is busy. Also, like,
2: sometimes I feel like you get hit up abruptly.
0: Yeah.
1: Like... (laughs) It's if like, it okay, Tuesday like, night, ditch everything. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it's always at, like, the most inopportune times. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, well, for me, it's, like, 3 a.m. in the morning yeah. on, like, a yeah, on a weekday, and I'm like... You're like are you kidding me? I just saw that, I'm, like, you know, barely like, over my eyes at, like, 9, yeah. you know, like, and I'm like, what the fuck is on my phone? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. or, like, yeah. Yeah, I you feel, feel like your fun this... buzz under
1: your pillow. You're yeah. like... <sighs> Hoomst? Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> is it a, honestly, like I usually think it's like an emergency. Yeah, or exactly. I don't know, like, yeah. oh, no, like It's helped.
1: really, it's just a dick emergency. Yeah, and I'm like,
0: okay, like, yeah.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's time for people to give me birthday gifts. Birthday. If you want to give me a birthday gift, birthday. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. me a birthday gift uh, DM me on the gram. <laughs> 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 Speaking of plugging things, yes. Goddess Corey. Where can we find you? The-
0: oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Thinking> about <laughs> what about commercial. human excretion?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So you can find me at the goddess corey on Instagram. You can also find my email there as well. I mean, it's just the goddess corey at protonmail.com. Um, and then my party at mommy issues underscore the party. Um, and if, yeah, and you'll get all of those, too, to put in the bio.
1: Yeah, this yeah. will all be in the bio if you would like to find Goddess Cory. Uh, Clover, anything you want to plug? Um, some butts
2: <laughs> <laughs> And full stop. <laughs>
1: um,
2: yes, I will plug once again my Instagram. <laughs> little <laughs> underscore numeral four, leaf. And um, you can join me in contemplation of what the possibilities are. <laughs> it's a new type of Instagram. I like to call it my um, my thoughtsta, and it's where I'm thought- thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and yes, uh, so find me there. Cool. Or like the ghost of me. Sometimes I might be looking at it at Sometimes the same time Sometimes it'll be as
1: spooky. I'll just be Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you can follow me. I'm Selena the Stripper. You can follow me on Instagram at Pretty Boy Girl. You can support this podcast on Patreon at The Real Pretty Boy Girl, um, and you can read some. legit stories on there with uh, special explicit details that I don't share with everybody else who don't pay me uh, Mm. with the people who don't pay me that was grammatically questionable (laughs) (laughs) that's fine Um, you can email us if you would like to be on the show and you're a sex worker ho in the know at gmail dot com comments can also go there too Um, you know send us some love um, uh, like this rate it comment mm-hmm. on us. We're on Inst- er, we're on we're, not, <laughs> we're on we're on Spotify we're on Stitcher and we are on Apple Podcasts so we're everywhere. Um, and we might be on YouTube soon so keep uh, <gasps> uh Also YouTube and we're also coming out with merch. Ooh. Merch is on the docket for us to misuse a word. <laughs> <laughs> and we have uh, stickers one of which will go to Goddess Corey.
0: <gasps> I get a sticker. I got a eee. sticker I love eee.
1: stickers Impromat. um anyway so this has been another episode of Ho in the Know Giddy up boys yee-haw howdy <laughs> mom Money, I want mom money? want mom I want mom
3: money? <laughs> <laughs>